Good morning. It's July 10th, a damp but partly sunny morning in New York City, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Torrential rains and flash flooding killed at least one person in the Hudson Valley yesterday. Eight inches of rain fell on West Point. Roadways and rail lines were washed out. And now that storm system is slowly grinding across New England. This is what summertime looks like now. But don't worry, the Wall Street Journal editorial page is here to tell you not to get excited about all that news about the unprecedented high temperatures, arguing that the notion of average global temperature is meaningless. The piece goes on to explain that temperatures are higher globally during the northern hemisphere's summer because of more sunlight trapping land. In this case, the piece continues, estimated temperatures in early July were skewed by a heat wave in the Antarctic where areas may have warmed some Antarctic temperatures by as much as 43 degrees. So the numbers only say that record high temperatures were being set because the coldest place on Earth was having a heat wave in the middle of winter there. Thank you, Steve Malloy, Senior Legal Fellow at the Energy and Environment Legal Institute, for sharing that perspective. You may be shocked to learn that the Energy and Environment Legal Institute has funding connections to the coal industry, and that Malloy was recently seen on Fox News telling everyone that Canadian wildfire smoke was perfectly safe to breathe. Meanwhile, the Washington Post's climate newsletter reports that House Republicans are pushing a variety of amendments to try to prevent the military from moving away from fossil fuels. There's a bit of weird speculative back and forth about the advantages and disadvantages of using electric vehicles in combat, but just to make it clear what it's all about, among the proposals is Colorado Representative Lauren Boebert trying to require the Defense Department to terminate any contracts for electric non-combat vehicles. The Post notes that the Pentagon is the world's largest institutional consumer of fossil fuels. It operates more than 250,000 tactical vehicles the ones that go into combat, and about 170,000 non-tactical vehicles. For comparison, a fact sheet from UPS says that its delivery fleet consists of approximately 125,000 package cars, vans, tractors, and motorcycles. In other electric vehicle news, a 25-year-old Brooklyn man is accused of riding around Queens yesterday on an e-bike, shooting people at random. One person was killed, three were injured. Police say he used a fly e-bike and a 9mm pistol with an extended magazine. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. And we will talk again tomorrow.